What's going on, guys? I'm back here with another video, or another uh, podcast. And last night, the Boston Celtics won their first game in the series, one sixteen to ninety nine. It seems as if the NBA playoffs have come down to. When there's a blowout, it usually is because of the third quarter. The third quarter seems to be the most important quarter for any and all of these teams. And of course, I know there's only two or three, three teams left. Two are, are still playing. But you look at even the previous series. The team that won the third quarter wound up winning the game a lot of the time, most of the time, you know. Um, and if you got outscored by, say, 15 or more, you were probably most definitely going to lose that game. So give Boston credit, uh, 38 to 23 in the third quarter. I just thought that, yes, uh, their defense was great, but excuse me. The difference in the game to me was Jason Tatum. Um, the Celtics are always on another level when he plays at the level that he's capable of playing at, and we've seen it throughout his young career. I mean, when he's going. They have a better shot at winning. When Jalen Brown is going and he's off, it's not that they have a better shot at losing, but chances are not as high that they'll win that particular game. So you have to give a ton of credit to Jason Tatum. But look, at the end of the day, what makes, to me, this series all of a sudden is is not a walk in the park, it's not over, was their defense really stifled Miami in the second half. This wasn't a Miami just missed shots kind of deal. If you watched that game and you watched how they defended them in the second half, not just the third quarter, um, they did a much better, excuse me, a much better job on the defensive end of the floor. And to me, that's where it starts because Miami is small and their main weapon is going to be shooting threes, right? I mean, Jimmy Butler's going to set things up and then they're going to try to play their game. They're going to try to play their game. And I thought they were just more aggressive on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Grant Williams blocking Jimmy Butler is, is one example of that where, remember in game two and game three, you saw him go hands up and Jimmy just shoots over the top. Well, in, in the, the sequence in the third quarter, he blocks his shot cleanly. You know, they're a small, Jimmy Butler's 6'6", six, six, right? So Grant Williams, I believe, is like 6'7", six, 6'8". So he can't just elevate over the top of him anytime he wants to. He's very good with his pump fakes, but last night Boston didn't fall for it as much. 
you know, and you have to give Boston's defense a ton of credit. Um, once Miami got out of that rhythm, you could see now all of a sudden the shots they were taking, the, the even even the shots at the rim that they were ta- they started to miss them. Right, they started to miss them. They started to press a little bit later on in the fourth quarter. You know, as they were behind. Um, but after the first quarter, I thought even though the second quarter was a dead even. I thought that Miami was kind of behind all night. You know, I mean, let's be real. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have not been consistent almost at all in this series. Almost at all. So when you look at the way that they played, I thought that Jason Tatum exerted himself, not just in shooting jump shots, but mainly at the at the rim. And they don't have an answer for that. Like, he's a good passer. He had seven assists. Probably could have had way way more. Excuse me. But they don't have an answer for him. He's 6'9". He can elevate over the top. And I just thought they executed their game plan. I mean, when you look at Jason Tatum... Um, and I'm, I'm trying to take a look here at, uh, he played 42 minutes. He had five turnovers, but he was a plus 21. I think it's a matter of knowing what's coming from Miami. There was a sequence where he uh, ran a pick and roll, came off the right side of the key, and knew the double team was coming or saw it quickly, and then makes a great bounce pass to Marcus Smart for a three. And it's those little things, I mean... Even if they double him, at 6'9", he can see over the top of the defense. He can make a good read, a good pass. Sometimes it's about forcing it because they just don't have an answer for his size, right? Jason Tatum, probably taller than anybody on the Heat's roster that's playing. So, to me, he has to do it for four straight Now, can he do it? I mean, he can do it. I mean, look, game game five is is in Boston. You know that crowd is going to be ready. They're going to be rowdy. The one thing that you have to know about Jason Tatum is that this guy is the most inconsistent superstar I've ever seen. So he does it last night. Great performance. And he could easily come out in game five and stink it up because we've seen that. But I also think there was a look in the Celtics' eye last night of, we got this. We know what we're facing, and it's about execution. Like, even on their, their when they would hit a three, 
they weren't ultra celebrating when they went to timeouts. They weren't they weren't hyped up and and j- that was the bench. The guys who were on the floor, those guys were locked in last night. And that's dangerous because we know they're more talented than Miami. It's a matter of them putting it all together every single game. Now, with them having to do that, that makes a difference. Right? And again, what you have to do in these series is you have to look at them honestly. Okay? Miami, it doesn't... Miami's already beaten them a couple of... Three times. So to say that, you know, they can't beat them or... or you know, we, we know that they only need one more. You know, they only need one more. And they got... One more game in Miami... But game seven would be in Boston if it comes to that. Right? But you look back over the last two rounds. And, and again, the thing that, the, the reason that I said, like, remember yesterday, I said, I don't think Denver's going to lose again. And people are like, yeah, but what about Jimmy Butler? The thing about Jimmy Butler is, look at the first two rounds, okay? Number one, he didn't have to, Giannis was hurt. And that's not me making an excuse for the Bucks, but of course it makes a difference on the Bucks defense. Okay. So look at every defender he's going against. Jay Ruholiday, 6'4. Uh, Pat Connaughton, 6'5 on a good day. Um, Joe Ingles is 6'8, but slow footed. Um, uh, uh, Grayson Allen is 6'3, 6'4. I mean, he's going against short guy. He's 6'6. So, it makes it a lot easier for me to play five out, right? Not necessarily five out because Bam's on the floor. But you play some version of five out or four out, whatever it is. And when Jimmy can get to the rim at will, Giannis isn't there to block his shot. Brooke Lopez is a good rim protector, not a great rim protector, right? And he had to worry about someone who was shooting threes. Right. Because of the way their lineup was constructed. Right. So, again, he in the in round one, he went nuts. He went haywire. Give him credit. But he was facing a lot of short defenders in round two. When. When they faced the New York Knicks, I mean, again, who, what kind of defenders? Josh Hart, he's 6'5", right? Jalen Brunson is like 5'1", right? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> um, no, but he, he's like, I don't know, is he six feet? I, I guess that would probably be 6'1", 6'2", at, at, at the most. I don't, I know he's short. I mean, he's definitely short. Um, Quinn Grimes, six, five, um, who else? Uh, um, RJ Barrett is six, eight, six, nine, but he would just run him off screens, right? Get rid of him. He's too big, right? You know, and 
Emmanuel Quigley, who played awful, but he was hurt. Everybody's hurt, but he was he was hurt. He's about six two, six three. Um, Obi Toppin's not really a defender like that. Um, so I mean, again, you're facing shorter guys. It makes it a lot easier to manipulate the defense and to get what you want on the offensive side of the ball, right? Especially because you know double teams are coming, right? Um, but in this series. Jalen Brown, 6'7". Jason Tatum, 6'9". Grant Williams is 6'7", 6'8". Um, uh, what, what's, what's his name? Uh, Derek White. Derek White's only 6'4", 6'5", but he's a very good defender, right? Um, what is that kid's name? Um, Bronson. Bronson's 6'4", 6'5". So you can see that it's a little bit different in terms of who can I consistently pick on, right? Who who are they going to leave in single coverage to guard me, right? Because I look at it and I say, you look at that game last night, and Boston basically said, if one of our better defenders are on you, we're not going to double you in terms of size. We're not going to double you because we don't have to. You know, we're going to let Grant Williams play you one-on-one. You know, and we'll take our chances with the results, right? Because I still, at the end of the day, what Jimmy Butler is a very good player, but look, man, he still has his limit. I'm sorry for the yawning, guys. I'm. <laughs> he still has his limitations, right? Like like anybody. But size is something that can't be taught. And eventually, it matters. It makes a difference. You know, so to me, this series, it turned, in my opinion. I honestly do believe that the Celtics are about to make a comeback. Um, no matter what happens from here on out, the pressure is no longer on the Celtics. Right? Now, if it gets to game seven, I think the pressure would be on them. But, you know, it, 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 this is a very good team, guys. This is a very good team. Now, are they consistent? No. They're not consistent. <laughs> Even a little bit. But they do have the most talented player in the series. He might not be the best player every night, but he's fully capable of being the best player every night. And last night kind of showed you, you know, he goes 14 for 22. That's 63%. And to me, again, who can guard him on Miami's team? I mean, one-on-one. Because even if you think the answer is Jimmy Butler, again, if he's guarding Jason Tatum, it's going to take something out of him on the defensive side. Like Miami's gotten away with it for three games. Jason Tatum's horrible four quarters. Jason Tatum's underachieving. And it, it's been, game three was just an absolute debacle. It was embarrassing for, for the franchise. But I think the Celtics know their best is better than Miami's best. And again, I'm not trying to take anything away from Miami. It only takes one more game for anything I'm saying today to be thrown out the window. And they'll get full credit when that happens. But job's not finished, as Kobe once said, right? And now 
you can see the look of the fans I saw last night in Miami. You know, the Heat know that they might have awakened the Giant here. Because Tatum, look, for all his inconsistencies, right, for all the things that he doesn't always do, he doesn't always take over. Right? But what he does do is when the Celtics' backs have been against the wall in these last couple of postseasons, when they've been facing elimination, with the exception of in the finals, he's always found a way to respond. So, looking forward to Game 5 tomorrow. Um, I do think this is a completely different series, though. I really do. And Chuck said last night he thinks they're going to blow him out by 20. He said it's really Game 6. I, I, I can see why he would think that. Again, I... The more talented team lost three straight games to this Miami team. But I just thought the execution for Boston defensively was one thing, but offensively, they really just executed so well last night. You go back and look at that game. I really thought that was the difference in the game, was the execution. Right, it wasn't like like Jason Tatum hit a few shots, but the overall execution of the group, they 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 hit their open shots, they were passing the ball around, they were unselfish, and I thought they were doing that even in the first few games. But again, guys, one thing you have to understand about basketball is that momentum is a thing. It, it absolutely is a thing, but also defense and hitting shots is contagious, right? When you hit shots, it does energize your defense, right? When you when you hit threes and you see your teammates are out there hitting three, you know, it helps. And then you run down, you get stops, you get a stop, and then you run out, you get a layup on a fast break or a dunk or a three, whatever it is. Those things all contribute to your energy level. And I thought, look, the first three games, their energy level, not to say it wasn't high in game one and game two, those were closer games. Game three, again, that was a debacle. Absolute debacle. But if you're going to shoot 51%, this is Boston, and you only have 10 turnovers, I mean, you know, you, you're going to win a lot of games in this league. Right? They had, what did they have? Uh, 28 assists. You know, which is which is a good percent. You know, you only have fifteen non-assists, which a lot a lot came from Jason Tatum. He actually, you know, had a lot of isolation scoring. But yeah, I mean, I I, I think this series is a completely different animal now. I really do. And I don't momentum in the in the playoffs. I've always said the NHL and the and the NBA. And even Major League Baseball, you know, I don't think momentum exists game to game. But with that said, I do think that because every game is its own entity. Remember last year in the finals, Boston's up 2-1. In game four, Curry goes nuts, right? He goes for 40-something. And and they win. In game five, 
the Celtics said, we're going to, we're basically going to trap. We're going to trap every single time and we're going to make sure that Curry can't get off. Well, then everybody else went off. Andrew Wiggins had a good game. Poole had a good game, right? And that's what I mean. Every game is not the same, even if you see the same coverage, right? And then in game six, they decided, okay, we're going to have to mix it up, right? So we're going to mix some things up. We're going to, we're going to trap sometimes. We're going to drop coverage sometimes. And, and Curry figured it out. But Boston also fell victim to Golden State's defense, right? Which got better every time in the series, right? Draymond Green was benched and he wasn't. It, 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 every game is its own entity. Now, in the NFL, I, I think the same thing because it's only one game. So I don't think you can carry momentum over. You know, you could just as easily lose the next game no matter what, depending on who you are, right? You know, but in the NBA, I don't think momentum carries over. Now, I will say this, though. When there's missed opportunities like Miami had last night, Miami is fully capable of going on the road and beating Boston. That That's not at all what I'm saying here. But what I am saying is it would have been a much different story. Like, let's say the series was 1-1 and then Boston lost the next two games. Now, when they come home for game five, it's a little bit of a different story. They're facing elimination. The crowd kind of thinks, hey, look, this series is probably over. You know, not to say they're not going to cheer or anything, but it it's completely different circumstances than we saw game three, which was basically a, a Miami Heat practice, right, against air because the Celtics just didn't show up. Then game four, where it was like, everybody thinks we're dead now, but we come out and we play up to our potential and blow the doors off these guys. Now it's all about, okay, we're now we're at home. Crowd's going to get in it. We got an opportunity to just take it one game at a time, but to make history, right? Let's take this thing back to Miami and then get it back here for games. I, I think that the storylines and what's, what's actually on the court is what translates game to game, not momentum. Because if Boston comes out and shoots 30%, none of it's going to matter. That's what makes sports so great. That's why we watch, right? Because we don't know what's going to happen. So I appreciate you guys listening. Please continue to uh, give me a like, give me a subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one.